microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Welcome to another issue. No, episode. I'm getting mixed up now. <laughs> of Wookie Radio. I have a very bad feeling about this. Um, it is the Smugglers 3. Derek, Ken, and myself, Mike. How's everyone doing? Good. I, 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 feel, good. Like, I feel like we've just done this. I was, <laughs> I was just thinking you could call this another chapter in the saga. Yeah. Show title right there. <laughs> How is it you come up with the show titles for the second, you know, for every other week? Just good, I guess. Kid, kid-sized <laughs> pieces of awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> this is what another, another chapter. Another chapter in the saga. Question is, what saga are we? <laughs> um. Yeah. We're gonna hit. Some discussion stuff. Uh, I, I think what more collectibles coverage or pro- this week we're doing no products that you never expected that were actually pretty awesome in the Star Wars universe. Um, wh- why Star Wars is not a sci-fi flick, and, and some facts that you didn't know about Star Wars that is fake news. Hmm. Yeah, but we have some not fake news uh, for the show. This is true. Starting August 26th, you can hear the show on Sorcerer Radio. So, Mike, what is Sorcerer Radio? Sorcerer Radio is the top Disney internet radio station. And where can so you find Sorcerer Radio? You can find Sorcerer Radio. Uh, there is an app for it. And you can also find it online at srsounds.com. So... Uh, start catching us there as well. Uh, so we'll be there on Saturday nights, and of course, you now release Sunday or Monday uh, here as a podcast here on WookieRadio.net and WeBeGeeksPC.com. We so, and find us on those podcasters that you like to find us at. Also, too, check out Ripped Apparel. Um, if you remember the t shirt we gave away for Mighty Marvel Geeks at our podcast. Uh, podcast pan, uh, presentation time. Uh, it was called Droid Road. Kind of a spoof of a Beatles Abbey Road, but with droids. Got that at Ripped Apparel. So check them out. They got some great Star Wars mashups there. Also, too, some great Star Wars products along with su- other superhero products. Check out superhero stuff. Both of them, you can access their sites through our homepages at WeBeGeeksPC.com, which is the network, 
or at WookieRadio.net. So check those out. Help you know, support them. It helps support us and uh, allows us to keep doing this. So school's back in session, guys. That's insane. Some schools are already have already been at it for two weeks. Some schools, maybe a week and a half. Um, yeah, this is this this is nuts. I if know, I was a kid, I would be really upset about this. I know, right? Yeah. Well, I I know Zoe's been back, and my daughter, she's been back uh, two three days now. So, um, I remember we didn't start until like maybe a week or two before Labor Day weekend until I moved to New York and that was always after Labor Day. Mm-hmm. Um, the, yeah, we were always the week before. A lot of times we started around my birthday, which is this month in a couple of weeks. So, um, but I mean, it, I found this on, on starwars.com. Now, BioWorld Merchandising has some great backpacks, and I did a review on them uh, back in 2014 on the website on WeBeGeeksPC.com, and, and there's some cool stuff there. I think that review is possibly over on WeBeGeeks.net as well, and this was when they were just launching their backpacks, um, and since then, yeah, they've got a couple di- when you go to a convention, you see like an X-Wing pilot backpack. That's BioWorld. There's two different variations. Uh, there's a Boba Fett one that's been real popular. They're, they've got Rogue One backpack that looks pretty cool. Well, another company has come out. Uh, it's a company called State. And their backpacks blend fashion, function, and the force. And, and their stuff's pretty cool. Uh, you can find them on State Bags on Instagram. Uh, I believe they're also on Twitter and on Facebook. Just look up State Bags. Um, they were founded in Brooklyn back in 2013 by husband and wife team Scott and Jack um, Tatelman. And the, uh, the, the cool part is this company, when you buy a bag, donates one bag to children in need for every bag sold. So oh, that's cool. So if the three of us bought a bag, that's three bags going to children in, in need. So not only do not only do they have their normal line, but they they just launched this new Star Wars line, and, and this stuff is this is gorgeous. The linings is is really cool. I mean, there's um, one that they show is like a C three PO base bag. It's a black with the gold, but the lining is is. It's the desert scene from after they come out of the escape pods. Yeah, that kind of looks cool inside there. Um, and it looks like there's a lap, you know, spot for a laptop sleeve and all that. Uh, so StarWars.com asks, well, for example, the, the golden black C-3PO bag. There's an image of 3PO and R2-D2 in tattooing. And the embroidered tag reads, R2-D2, where are you? It's kind of a nice surprise, you know. How does state develop the style and tone? And and Jax comes back with, well, you ca- you captured the essence of our brand right there in that first question. We designed all our bags with the intention of combining fashion, sophistication, and fun. Uh, we'd love to make the end user smile and be proud of their bag 
and designing Star Wars was no exception to that. We had a great time conceptualizing these bags and how State would ultimately do Star Wars. Uh, first, we came up with the idea of creating each collection and friendships, since that's a huge part of both of our brands. Each friendship is tied to each other by matching lining and an editorial patch, as well as other small details like glow-in-the-dark labels or zippers, zipper pulls. Uh, we pull fabrics from our library that really spoke to each classic character and designed a custom knit fair aisle to cover some of the some of the bags we feel that this was something no one had done before um so looking at these uh, um like there was another one it's interesting to see how some of the bags make use of the iconic images like the imperial cog or vader's helmet while others are much more minimal did you intentionally want the line to feature different styles to celebrate star wars in different ways and state's reply was yes uh, for some of the bags, we wanted the design to be subtle and, sp- and speak to the Star Wars lover. Um, while others, like the C-3PO, uh, we thought that w- when a woman or a man who wants to represent the character can do so in good taste. Um, and then one of the things they did is the strap sliders at the bottom. One was blue, one was red to represent the wires of C-3PO. Um Looking at these, I mean, there's there's some gorgeous bags here. And if you go to their Instagram, they've got some videos highlighting some of these bags, and yeah. and, and they're they're just absolutely gorgeous. So uh, I want to say in the picture, um, in their gallery, when you look at StarWars.com, the fourth one on the top row is the one that's featured in the in the video on Instagram. Okay. So, but yeah, I mean, it, it's there, there's some great stuff here. So you you got a couple options between state and and BioWare merch. You know, state's the newcomer, and for their first time doing the, you know doing the Star Wars theming, uh, I'm happy with it. I, I I hope they knock it out of the park completely with sales, but definitely something to consider. Yeah. I really Have like that Darth Vader one. Yeah. Have they mentioned yet anything about um, the prices on these yet at all? Uh, when I went to State's website, give me a second, their pricing, again, now they said sophistication, um, fashion and all that. The Kane Darth Vader, which is the one that's got the Vader helmet on it, on the top portion is $95. The Ralph Darth Vader, which is the gray one with the with the uh, quick clip in the middle, the grayish white quick clip, yeah, is $195. The all black one that's got the double quick clips with the red nylon strings, $345. The C-3PO bag featured in the story is $185. And then there's a white um, mini version for R2 that's $175. That's actually on the bottom of all the pi- of the pictures here. Yeah. And then the the mini, what they call the mini cane stormtroopers is $80. So to me, I like the Ralph and I like the, I, I like the two Vader bags with, yeah. with the quick clips. I kind of like the, the gray one. The gray and black with the cogs on it. 
Yeah. Um, instead of the one with the red, red pull strap. Yeah, these are beautiful bags and stuff. Unfortunately, they're a little out of pre- my price range. Yeah, they're a little yeah. bit out of mine too. But um, hopefully, it, they're worth it and, and actually hold up for a long time if, if they're at that price range. Yeah, so I'm sure they they do. One can hope. Mm-hmm. Which Only is one th- can hope. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Were you, were, you, were you trying to go somewhere you shouldn't have gone? <laughs> no, I was just making making a bad joke. I don't know what you're talking about. So, uh, I I think the next article we've got, which is going to come from Ken, this one might be a bit of a joke as well. Yeah, um, this is one that's been established probably a long time ago, but... Um, over at ClashingSabers.net, they put up the an article called Science Fallacy, Why Star Wars is Not a Sci-Fi Flick. Now, like we were saying last episode um, with theme park attendees, your general normal just moviegoer is not going to know the difference between sci-fi, fantasy, or anything else. They're, that's why it's all one genre officially. Right. But technically, Star Wars really doesn't fit into sci-fi. And um, it seems like it does fit mostly into fantasy. Um, Now, I don't know where they got these lists, but according to them, a pure science fiction movie has three major hard elements. Beginning, middle, and end. Yes. Well, yes. Also, it takes place in the future. It's based firmly in science and technology, making things seem possible for the future. And three, the futuristic and science-based world created is unlike anything that's happened in the past. I don't know if I agree no, with all that. I know. But going by their rules, Star Wars does not fit any of those. Start with the, uh, number one. It, it, Star Wars er, it takes place in the future. In the very beginning of every Star Wars movie, it says a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. So yeah. obviously, if, it, if it's a long time ago, it could never happen in the future. Um, firmly based in science and technology, making things seem possible from the future for the future. There's very little science and technology in Star Wars that actually you can make it happen. They're working on it. They're trying. But there's very little that actually is um, realistic technology. And also, a firm science and technology world a lot of times takes magic out of the equation. Which, what's the force in Jedi if not magic and wizards? True. Well, not necessarily. Could be telekinesis. Yeah. But it's still the realm of magic a lot better than it does science. Yeah. Because even in the real world now, it's like very hard to um, try to explain telekinesis or any other kind of psychic type ability. Yeah. So I'm not going to say whether or not... You move stuff with your mind. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to sit here on our show and say whether or not um, psychic abilities work or they don't work or they exist or don't exist. That's not what we deal with here. But it still usually fits more in the realm of magic than it does in um, science in most circles. Um, The last one here, the futuristic and science world created is unlike anything that's happened in the past well that that's actually one that kind of does fit well <laughs> nothing if, worse really huh? if you go by this list it cuts out a lot there's a few things that that are cut out that are considered sci-fi then i think this list is a little too restrictive like what are the ones you have that were cut out you think well let's see it seems like, seems like or things like star trek fit dry, drop right into this list or yeah. 2001 or even actually look at this even um stuff like planet of the apes fits into this yeah, yeah. that's true i was just thinking of that because planet of the apes is in the future um 
science and technology, basically the world of Planet of the Apes, the original even, was science and technology got to the point where we destroyed ourselves, and what's left over is what's there. So, And it's definitely nothing like anything that's ever been before. Right. So, um, but they also said, according to this article, the conclusion they came to that um, Star Wars is a straight fair straight fairy tale and there's um a few more than three elements that make it that make a fairy tale according to this there's actually six that it has to be in order to be a fairy tale which if you read this list it looks like they read they watched star wars and then made this list because the number one on here there are special beginning and ending words such as once upon a time or a long time ago in a galaxy far far away not the always stories, well that's according to them <laughs> According to this, that one. Um, number two is a story. It's a story about good and evil. Number three, there is royalty. Number four, there is also poverty. That's just about every any story anywhere. Whether or not right. you call them royalty, there's most of your stories are good versus evil, and they have someone like royalty or a upper class and a lower class. All right. Yeah. That's just storytelling in general. Um, number five, there's a reoccurring pattern, um, usually a number or a phrase. What? Which in Star Wars, there's many of those. Things like, may the force be with you. I've got a bad feeling about this. How many other lines can you think of that are quoted over and over in these movies? Yeah, but Star Trek... a little short for a stormtrooper. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, Star, Star Trek has its share of those too. Yeah, and that, that's another one that this is general. Most stories have this, and then number yeah. six, at its core, the story is about universal truth. And once again, this is all storytelling, right? Um, this list here, I think, um, is a lot more of um, also knowing that um, now. I've said so. I think we've said it on here even that um, Star Wars really, yeah, we agree that it really doesn't fit into classic sci-fi, right? Right, but. It Star Wars is its own thing. That's why I like the the term, and I've heard it from multiple other places. It's science fantasy. Right. It's a fantasy story or a fa- like a fairy tale in a futuristic type world. Right. Um. Now, all of the points they have here fit right into what Lucas was doing with the um looking at the philosophy of Joseph Campbell and things like that, and the mythology of Star Wars, and looking at um. All of these are stuff that is in just about all mythology from around the world. And that's exactly what Star Wars was based in originally. They were mythological type tales. Now, um, the last list that they put on here was, um, aside from the six elements of fairy ta- that fairy tales need, there are some common motifs or plot devices in all fairy tales. Um, you can get, um, now most, many fairy tales have, one, talking animals, two, traveler's tales, three, an origin story, Four, Triumph of the Poor. Five, Guardians and Protectors. And number six, Impossible Tasks or Quests. And Star Wars fits all of these. Like I said, it looks like they took Star Wars and wrote this list around it. Number one, Talking Animals. How many aliens do we have that look just like animals, like Chewbacca? Yeah, but they're aliens. Exactly. But according to this, a fairy tale would have talking animals, and Chewbacca would probably fit that mold. For a talking animal. Yeah. Um, number two, first tales. They how they try travel from one end of the galaxy to the other in this show, in these movies. Um, the origin stories, but that's most stories start with an origin somewhere. Right. And we talked about it last week, even how um, episode one, episode four, and episode um, seven all had kind of very similar beats to them. Originating story, the story, uh, triumph of the poor. Most of your really good stories are going to have that, no matter whether it's fantasy, sci-fi, anything else. You're going to have that because uh, most, many people, that's who they're going to. Um, the people you consider the poor or the weak are who they're going to identify with. Right. You know how many guys are um, going to read the book and identify with the bully or the bad guy? Right. <laughs> who do, but. 
there's a larger percentage that identify with the poor. So you want to see the um, underdog win. Uh, number five, Guardians and Protectors, which in this one case would be your Jedi. Um, and you could actually even put the Rebels in this or the Resistance. Uh, and that's another one that's in many, many, many stories out there. Um, and then Impossible ta- Tasks and Quests. It took one guy with one proton torpedo to blow up the Death Star. That's kind of impossible. So, Not impossible, little, just improbable. That's right. Uh, that's the list they put on here. Now, like I said, I don't know where they got their list from, but it, it kind of sounds like they watched Star Wars and then made their list. Right. Yeah. Like, it sounds, the yeah. Sci-fi side of it, it's like, okay, let's put three things down here that cannot fit Star Wars no matter what. Right. So, now unless... Um, because this article doesn't reference any of its sources or anything, so unless someone um, actually knows where this came from, I don't know where they got their um, the facts on this. Now, it may be totally true. That may be what um, is considered by the scholars out there what makes sci-fi and what makes fairy tale. It seems but, to me it's just a little too by the numbers. Yeah. See, fairy tale, Disney, sci-fi, Bush Gardens. Oh wait, never mind. Something else. <laughs> okay, uh, but like you said, like a lot of this stuff on this list can be applied to all kinds of stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's partially what they were saying in this list was that um, anything that's a fairy tale, this thing's um, applied to. So I don't know. Are they putting mythology in with regular fairy tale, or I don't know. Yeah, this this article leaves a lot of questions in their in its wake. Mm. Uh, where they got the information, where do where do their facts come from, and things like that. Mm. Yeah. So, well, I don't know, fairy tale or not fairy tale. I I know it's. I've always considered it a great little um, space mythos. Um, yeah. Yep. Because it, it, space opera. Yeah. Right. And it's become it, it, it is the modern day mythos. Yeah, and I I I always did like the science fantasy. Yeah, calling it science fantasy. I mean, I I might have called it science fiction because yeah, there's some scientific elements to it, but it's right. a fiction. It's a fictional story. So yeah. why why wouldn't it fall under fiction too? But right. Also, I mean, science fiction is a very broad term. Sci- or in general, fi- sci-fi fantasy. When they make these terms, that you got to categorize a lot of things in it. Like if you look at movies, you got um, comedy, drama, sci-fi fantasy, horror. Sometimes is actually added to sci-fi fantasy. Right. right. And like documentary. So in those five categories, you got a lot more stuff you have to fit into there. So in science fiction, you got science fiction itself is a very broad ranging category. You can put in um, things like cyberpunk and steampunk are not the same thing, but they're both science fiction. Right. So and there's some things that don't fit in any other category quite right. So you have to fit in somewhere. That's where sci- that's where Star-, Star Wars ends up at in sci-fi because sci-fi and fantasy is always together anyway. Right. Right. And really, science fiction and fantasy are nothing nothing alike if you look at the core of classic science fiction and classic fantasy. Although there are stories that actually combine the two. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, instead of fairy tale, I would actually put Star Wars, if you had to make it in one thing that's not science fiction, I would say fantasy. Because right. for me, fantasy has always been sword and sorcery, um, mm-hmm. good versus evil, 
and it, Star Wars is sword and sorcery on the scientific side. Right. I mean, that, that I would agree with. If you put a lightsaber in Conan's hand and um, had him flying through space, you have that type oh. of uh, thing. <laughs> now you're seeing Conan in space. That would be so hot with a lightsaber. Oh. oh. <laughs> But it would be a similar sty- type of movie to Star Wars. It wouldn't be Star Wars, obviously, but right, right. you change a couple of elements and you got and the story of Star Wars would drop right into um, Conan or um, what are some of the other classic ones? Um, I can off the top Beastmaster. of my head. Beastmaster. Yeah, Beastmaster. All of those ones, you, you could drop Star Wars into those worlds and just instead of lightsabers, you get swords. Right. Instead of the Force, you have just magic or, um, or uh, in um, role-playing games, you have like Sion stuff like that right yep so that's why star wars is more fantasy than anything else i, I wouldn't even put it as fairy tale as much that's just me yeah yeah well we always like goodies we we've got force friday coming up um but you know there's other stuff out there outside of force friday yes there are and I have here a list of, we'll just go over a lot of these quickly, but it's 50 Star Wars products that are out of this world. And number one has been on my wish list for a while. I just never pulled the trigger and pulled, got them yet. I know, me too. And that would be the lightsaber LED light-up chopsticks. I don't think which, I've seen the light-up ones before. Yeah, they're awesome. Uh, and they have, they have a cut. I don't know if they all light up, but I know I've seen for the chopsticks, I've seen Darth Vader's, Luke's. The mall uh, set is awesome. Yes, uh, I think there was a Yoda set like there for was, kids. Yeah, there was a Yoda. There was. Um, I think there's a Mace Window set. Yeah, I think there's an Emperor set as well. Mm. So yeah, and they're really cool. They're fun. I don't use chopsticks enough to probably justify getting them, but I love Star Wars enough that <laughs> they're little mini lightsabers. So they would make they would make you want to use chopsticks more. Yeah, actually, they probably would. You you can create a little mini wall mount. Have them in the very back of your your room. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I love the light the up the back. No, no, no. Light up the back of your dish cabinet. <laughs> yeah, they're they're night lights for the bathroom. Yeah, That's there right. we go. <laughs> uh, so next up, we have a May the Fourth be with you T-shirt. That way, you have it for May fifth. <laughs> yeah, uh, and next we have an eight-piece cookie cutter set. Oh. I've got kind of cute. I've got some older cookie cutters uh, from I think it's from Williams Williams Sonoma, and, and they're awesome. Yeah, these are also from Williams Sonoma, and it comes uh, with the Millennium Falcon, R two D two, Stormtrooper, C three PO, Darth Vader, <laughs> Chewbacca, a Death Star, and Yoda. Did I say Yoda already? Uh, I'm not sure, but you can say it again. Yoda, <laughs> Death Star one. I like the Death Star one. That's cool. I like, the fa- I like the Falcon. Esther. I like the Falcon. That's cool yeah. too. That's my ship. Now, speaking <laughs> of liking the Death Star, you would love this then for parties. The Death Star silicone sphere. I know. I it's actually, an ice. It's an ice ball maker mold. Yeah, but if you want to use this for something like a party, you're gonna need a bunch of these things because it's yeah. gonna take a minute to make ice out of this. I know, but they're so cool. Little mini ice Death Stars. That's awesome. The next one is one I need to get. I've seen this for a while. It's uh, another one that's been sitting on my wish list, and I've never pulled the trigger. Well, yeah, awesome. going, going back to the silicone ones, they're great for chocolate molds, too. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good Actually, idea. I know a lady who um, makes Star Wars chocolates and sells them at shows and stuff. Oh, that's cool. I would, next, yeah. 
Next, we have the Star Wars X-Wing knife block. I've seen that many times before. I think I saw it in oh, Think, yeah. Think Geek. Yeah. Um, and it's it's a, in the shape of an X-Wing, and the, the knives are coming out of the wings. It is super sweet. Looking at this list, you can deck out your entire kitchen in Star Wars. I know, right? Because next, we have the Star Wars Darth Vader silicone oven mitt, which looks like one of Darth Vader's gloves. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he says, who knew Luke's dad was into baking? <laughs> and <laughs> this next one. And then back in the kitchen again. The Star Wars Darth Vader toaster by Pangea. It comes in the shape of Darth Vader's helmet, and the toast has little uh, Star Wars logo burnt into it. That's kind of fun. I love that one. Oh yeah. Well, there's been there's been some too that have uh, like Vader's helmet in it as well. Yeah, and there's a, I saw one with a stormtrooper yeah. as well, stormtrooper helmet. I think I've seen the Tie Fighter one also. Oh, I think yeah, I they think have, so. They have a couple in other properties too. I believe there's um, I've seen Battlestar Galactica, Captain America, and a couple of other ones that they've made. Mm, yep, Batman. Yep. Next up, we have something that I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with. Um, and that's Funko Pops. So he's got one of these. We have a BB-8 and a C-3PO. Let me guess, she has the BB-8? She does. Ah, Yeah, so do I. Mine's sitting right there in front of me. Nice. Actually, I like that BB-8. It's really cute. It is. Uh, I got a C-3PO, too, but I got the one without the coverings, because that was in the um, Smuggler's Bounty Box this month. Oh, nice. This next one's kind of interesting. It's a Star Wars Stormtrooper mask shift knob for your car. Dude, that Stormtrooper's a knob. (laughs) 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 That that one's funny. I like that one. Then we have uh, Irregular Choice Limited Edition C-3PO flats. Uh, Those are my size. I have a friend who would shoes. actually buy these. Really? Uh, it has their shoes. They have C-3PO's face embroidered on, across them uh, and have the logo embroidered across the back. And then there's fi- <laughs> there's film scenes printed on the soles of the shoes. And then nice. to go along with the shoes, we have the Star Wars episodes, Episode 7, The Force Awakens logo scarf. That's a mouthful. Yeah. It's a metallic logo printed scarf. Looks pretty cool. Roll your fashion forward, Dean. Now, this next one's kind of cool. Under Armour? Yeah, I haven't seen these at the Under Armour stores here. Vader's compression shirt. I don't even know what's cool. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe the outlets. Maybe. But but this looks like, it it almost looks, it's a compression, so it's the skin tight, but it's got the looks of, of the Vader costume on the front right with the chest plate and everything and yeah. the belt and and these i want so bad too the wow. at at the at at not at the at right. at imperial walker bookends i i want this is one of the things i want the most on here <laughs> i i yeah. have um my sister got me for christmas one year the trash compactor scene um, bookends, which are really awesome. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, I, I love them. My problem and, is that my bookshelves are too full that I don't have room to put bookends in there. <laughs> sure, you have to get another. You have to get a bookshelf just for bookends. You do do one where you put one on on one end in the bottom, and put the second one on the other end on the bottom shelf. Yeah, <laughs> a little Star Wars, a little portal. 
Not saying, yeah. but saying. <laughs> Uh, so next we have a small Death Star concrete planter. So uh, it, it's exactly what it says. It's a little planter in the shape of the Death Star. And this is which, apparently for sale on Etsy. I really want it. Yeah, <laughs> it looks really cool. Uh, you, you could probably use those Death Star ice making balls <laughs> and, and make uh, the concrete planter. Or is that too small? Are- it might be too small, yeah. Okay. I don't, actually, I don't know what size these are, but I love it. Moving back to the kitchen. I want have, this. I know. The Star Wars R2-D2 measuring cup set. I have a friend who actually has this. I guess um, last Christmas or the Christmas before, right like the day after Christmas, um, he went down to um, oh GameStop because they have all the Think Geek stuff. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. They had this on sale for like 10 bucks or something like that. Wow. Oh, that's awesome. Well, the... They're saying you can get this at Bed Bath and Beyond for twenty bucks. Yeah, which is cheap for them. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) no kidding. Here, next website. Bed Bath and and bankrupt you. Yeah, no kidding. That place Uh, has a skill by the door. For some reason, I can't walk in. I go to walk in, I get knocked back on my butt. (laughs) It's the force telling you to stay away. Wrestling flashbacks. (laughs) Uh, So next up. We have another backpack. By Loungefly this time. By Loungefly. This one is Star Wars The Force Awakens multi-character backpack. And it is just a bunch of pictures of the characters from Force Awakens. And this one's $45. It's not bad. Mm. They they, smaller though. But Looking on their website, they have a Star Wars logo comic cross body bag, a.k.a. messenger bag. $64. That's cool. And, and again, go ahead. It's got the Star Wars comics in the logo, which is awesome. That is awesome. And again, we move back to the kitchen with the character rolling pin. I want to actually use this just because yeah. of it. It has the pictures of all you know all the various characters from Star Wars on it. You can make some fun little cookies and stuff. You can roll that out and then use the cookie cutters we saw earlier to make cookies. Yeah. And then back to Funko Pop with Yoda and Chewbacca. And I have so, one of these also, except for my yeah, Zoe. You guys have the Smuggler's Bounty, right? So you, we probably have the same ones. No, uh, Zoe has one of these as well. Which one does she have? She has Yoda. Okay, I have the Chewbacca, except for mine's got the flocked finish on it, the velvety finish. Oh, cool. um, I think her Yoda is an earlier version because hers is a bo- is the bobblehead. Ah, okay. And actually, I have um, Funko makes a regular bobblehead line, too. I don't have this Yoda from Funko Pops, but I actually have the zombie Yoda that they put out for Christmas or for Halloween one year. Oh, wow. A zombie Yoda bobblehead from Funko, but it's not one of their pop vinyls. I had at one time the laptop or the uh, the monitors sitter of a Yoda. Hmm. I like that Chewy. That looks awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the next one should be on everybody's shelf already. Yes. Star Wars, The Complete Saga on Blu-ray. That'd be episode one, one through six. Seventy-one bucks. Which is cheap, considering what it, it was almost 160 when they first came out. I know. Unless you yeah, I, got it from like, for, I think I got it for like 89 or 90 Unless you pre-ordered like through Amazon and then you got it for 90 mm. Yeah. For, for uh, the nine discs. And of course, it is loaded with special features and deleted scenes. Uh, special features. Click on, go to Empire Strikes Back. Click on the Boba Fett prototype armor. 
and you get the full cartoon from the holiday special. Nice. And while you're watching your Star Wars Blu-rays, you can eat popcorn made with the Rogue One Death Star popcorn maker. Which uh, the the top of the Death Star is the is the bowl for the popcorn. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> and you can have yourself a nice beverage with that you can open with the Millennium Falcon metal bottle opener. Yeah. I love that. There is a lot of kitchen stuff on this list. Yes, there is. Next, we have the Star Wars droid salt and pepper shakers. I had a link to a, um, a Japanese import place. It was all stuff that was sold in Japan that you could actually import into this country. And the salt and pepper shakers they had were a lot better looking. Oh, really? Yeah. I like this one, though. It comes with R2 and the, the Imperial version. Yeah. Yeah. And the if next you don't, one's cool because I've never seen this one at all. I know, me either. The Star Wars lightsaber salt and pepper mills. That is, Those are really cool. In the shape of lightsaber handles, one for Darth Vader, one for Luke. And that's, that's Ray's. One for Darth Vader, one for Luke. and <laughs> That's Anakin's. One for Darth Vader. <laughs> 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 the next one I want. I need this one in my life. Ah, yes, the fuzzy Chewbacca can cooler. I, I don't know why. I don't know why we need this one. Oh wait. I like. Never the, mind. I like the. <laughs> I like the first sentence of the description. Keep your paws warm with this chewy koozie. <laughs> chewy koozie. That sounds dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's only a little late right now. <laughs> it's so cute, though. It's all fuzzy. It's got the little bandolier. It's so fuzzy, I could die. <laughs> Next up is another awesome one. The Darth Vader and Son and Vader's Little Princess Deluxe Box Set. I have the Vader's Little Princess. I got it I this year for Darth Father's Vader Day. I got it this year for Father's Day. Nice. Uh Comes with both of Jeffrey Brown's illustrated stories and frameable prints. Oh, cool! It's, mm, it's only 20, 19 bucks. That's not bad at all. Yeah, I don't know if I would want this next one. I would the stormtrooper bathrobe. Yes, this <laughs> needs to be on everybody's favorite favorite podcasters wish list for Christmas gifts and birthday gifts as appropriate. Exactly. See, this I, is this would be perfect for recording a, a podcast in. Yes, it would. Yeah. Well, you be you, nice and comfy. You, you know, I have a birthday coming up in like two weeks. Just, just saying. And you know what? We should actually start an Amazon wish list for this show and see what happens. And you know <laughs> what? How can how Mike? How would people be able to find Amazon? Um, What's I, the easiest way to find Amazon? Just go to Amazon.com. <laughs> I, well, I was thinking you just go to the WeebyGeeksPC.com and follow the links. Oh, I dropped that affiliate. It wasn't worth it anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> it really See, wasn't. Before I do these plugs, you got to let me know. <laughs> hey, it's not I my. <laughs> it's not my fault. Your RT, your astromech eunuch, picked up false imperial information. Yeah, he's been acting a little squirrely. He was hanging out with R two too much. <laughs> Thought he might have been hanging out with Squirrel Girl too much. Yeah, I was thinking that too. <laughs> you you have corrupted me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the, this next set is Darth Vader and Stormtrooper. Yet the Stormtrooper they show is a First Order trooper. I know. The yeah. two don't go together. 
Well, according to this, it says the First Order Stormtrooper. Right, in right. the description, but not, so, in, the, not yeah. in the title. Yeah, yeah. You would never see that. This I would love to get. Oh, I want this so bad. The Star Wars, the ultimate action figure collection book. This is the <laughs> book, right? I believe so. Uh, like It says, this book will make you wish you had all the collectible action figures. Guess what? I already do wish that, <laughs> not have them. <laughs> With over 2,500 figures have been released over the past 35 years. Oh, I got to get this book. And 500, awesome. and 500 of them, 500 of them is the same mold of Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and moving back to the kitchen again is the Star Wars Darth Vader Waffle Maker by Pangea. So if you live in Atlanta, this is a great way to get your chicken and waffles. Hey. <laughs> They've been actually um, selling that up here now, too, up in the north. Just, just, just imagine it to be Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> the chicken? The chicken. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Next up, another thing that I would love to get. Yeah. It's a little bit pricey for something that my cats will end up chasing around the house. I've played with it before. That's a whole nother podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you should probably let everybody know what it is. <laughs> the Zero BB-8 droid. And there's two different variations. There's the nice, clean, shiny version, and then there's a weathered version. Right. And the weathered and version's also, awesome. They also have the, uh, what is it, the watch there that you can use? Yeah, it's like the yeah, force, force band. band. Yeah. Uh, next up, Star Wars The Force Awakens Blu-ray and DVD. Now, on this list, I don't know why the, all the Blu-ray sets are considered collectibles also. I think probably because... Suckers like me. Well. Suckers yeah. like me. You should, you should, you know, it probably because they thought people would complain if it wasn't. But the next thing is another thing that I've always dreamed of having as well. That's no that moon. Is, that's no moon. That is the Lego Star Wars Death Star. Yeah. Go beat up Ed on from Star from Spider Man. He had it. I know, right? When I saw that, I was like, "Oh!" Well, didn't they have it on Big Bang Theory as well? I, I don't think they had this one. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, this one is five hundred dollars, and it is yes. four thousand pieces. Which is and it comes with uh, super laser control room, Imperial conference chamber, chamber. So awesome! I would give anything for that. Well, maybe not anything, but. See, I, I wear short socks, but these I have no interest in. It's men's uh, no-show socks. Vicky actually has this set. <clears throat> oh, yeah? Well, yeah. the next one is women's. N- well, the next one is women's no-show socks. Uh, guys? Got- well, you know, folks, we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, apparently, the Imperials have caught on to our transmissions this week, and we're going to scramble while we can uh, so we avoid getting caught because me personally I don't want that detention center yet again so um, thank you guys for listening everyone we'll be back next week hit us up on our Facebook group we be geek or um, Wookie radio hit us up on Wookie radio on Twitter uh, follow us on Instagram through Wookie uh, through Weeby Geeks, that's for all three shows. Uh, again, 
check out Ripped Apparel, superhero stuff for your needs there. Find them on wikiradio.net on the right-hand side. Until next time. Give the evacuation code signal. All right, cut the chatter. Jet! I can hold it. Pull out! No, I'm all right. I have placed information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2. Oh, <laughs> my